When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it's obvious there's been this uh, tit for tat between Kraft and Belichick now for a little while. And if if anybody looks at this relationship and thinks it's all hunky dory, they haven't been paying attention or they just want to be ignorant to what's been said and how things have played out at certain times. And, and I agree with you. This is one of those, you know, tit for tat things. This is Bill's counter to Kraft coming out and waxing poetic about Mac and Phoenix. Th- this is what. I feel is what's happening is the pushback from Bill Belichick's side, which is, yeah, well, you know, the owner comes out and says he loves the quarterback. Let's knock this quarterback down a peg or two and make sure that people know that we're not necessarily in love with this guy. And some of the things that he did last year angered us. And we don't think that some of the things that he did were professional, whether you agree or not, whether Greg and I agree or not, doesn't matter If Belichick saw Mac Jones talking to his Alabama coaches and some other coaches he's had in the past as a slight to him and his staff, then he's going to hold on to that. You know, Bill's not necessarily a guy that's just going to move on and say, all right, no, everything is fine. I think Mac Jones in the eyes of Bill Belichick is still in the prove it to me category. The Greg Bedard Patriots podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Cash in on $200 guaranteed when you make your first $5 wager. Prove it to me on Mm -hmm. Yeah, prove it to me on the field, prove it to me off the field. And, you know, Bill last July could not stop waxing poetic about Mac and how great things were with the quarterback and how he worked so hard in the offseason and blah, 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 blah. And then there was this obvious shift. And the obvious shift came along with Bailey Zappi and, and that whole debacle that happened on Monday Night Football. So I think this is the continuance of the story of Belichick versus Kraft. Kraft trying to let the fans know that he sees things are not going great. He obviously does not feel comfortable pulling the trigger and firing Belichick just yet. After the last three or four years, he wants to give it a little bit more time. I do feel like this is it for Bill this season. He has to prove it or he's going to be done. And I find it fascinating, Greg, that, you know, the quarterback and the head coach are in a similar situation right now. Mac has to prove it to Belichick, the football world. Meanwhile, Belichick has to prove it to Robert Kraft that he is still capable of running the ship the way that Kraft wants him to run the ship. So it's one of those things that even though the quarterback of the head coach might not be seeing eye to eye right now, it is absolutely 100% unequivocally in their best interest to get on the same page by training camp because they need each other and they need to win football games. The other part I of completely, the- I, I completely agree, Nick. I think, and, and I wrote this in my column, I think this past weekend where, you know, I said, look, this is we all know this is a referendum on Bill this season. He's doing he's building the team exactly how he would have done it 20 years ago. Damn the changes to the game itself. And to me and if this doesn't go well and look, right as of right now on paper, how it looks in the gambling markets, the Patriots are the worst team in the AFC East. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, you know, something'll happen, injuries, whatever, you know, who knows what Tua does, but you know, you look at it, if if they do finish last, which is probably a losing record, 
I have a hard time seeing Bill back for, you know, another season, which would mean another season to get to Shula. And so to me, at some point in time, Belichick's going to wake up and realize um, no matter how difficult I make this for Robert or how much of a pain in the ass, um, you know, even though I, I... there's still a lot of time left in this off season. I kind of have my popcorn. Like who, who knows? I mean, you know, like I said, uh, we talked about before the start of free agency. I was like, is Bill trying to get fired? Costanza style. I don't know. He's, he's off to a blazing start, but if he wants to, if he wants to go out in a blaze of glory, at least for this season, he's got to know he's linked to Mac Jones. Like he, if Bill wants to do what he wants to do, he, has to do right by Mac Jones. That's clear from what the owner, how the owner has talked on and off the record. No doubt about it. And the timing of the story is interesting. That's the last thing I'll say about it, because if you think the circumstances, you bring in Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien is seen as a quote unquote Mac guy, whether or not that's, that's true. He is seen as hey, Bill O'Brien could really work with Mac and make Mac better. And, And this was all in the idea of, developing Mac, the development that did not happen last season because of the Fakakta plan by Belichick, which backfired in tremendously horrible fashion. Now you try to get the young quarterback back on the rails. So you bring O'Brien in. Would O'Brien work with the next quarterback? Who is the next quarterback? If Mac is traded, you've had a lot of QB movement already. You've had guys like Baker Mayfield sign elsewhere, Marcus Mariota sign elsewhere. You, of course, have had Jimmy G sign in Vegas. So you have the Aaron Rodgers thing happening with the Jets right now. So if you were going to earnestly shop your quarterback and get him moving, I just feel like these talks would have had more heat behind them to this point. I understand the idea of wait until you get to the draft and see what happens and what shakes out. But if you really want to address your quarterback position, you address it ASAP in the offseason. You don't wait a month or two. These conversations happen, and you have to have a plan. You're not just going to throw somebody into the mix, especially given what we just talked about with Belichick. If this is his last season to prove it to RKK, is he going to want to prove it with Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield or J- like? So it just the timing of it isn't great. And I will always ask this question when people want to get rid of the quarterback because it still has been and always will be the sexy topic getting rid of the quarterback, right? The most popular guy on the team is the backup quarterback is the old adage. If you're moving on from Mac Jones, who replaces him? Do we have the Zappiites again showing up and we have to go through oh that? God. Is it is it a draft pick? Do you honestly believe that Bill's going to leave this big of a season uh, on the shoulders of, of a draft pick, a rookie? I don't. Who's out there in free agency? Pretty much nobody. Lamar Jackson, we'll talk about him maybe a little bit later, but I think as Greg's reported last week, there's been water thrown on that. So who the hell replaces him? Like even in theory, even if you want to move on from Mac Jones, who are you bringing in? And I, I'm not telling you that Mac Jones is a top 10 quarterback. Neither is Greg. We've, we've said we think he's a starting quarterback in the league. We think he has some traits that could lead him to be a franchise quarterback. But, you know, even even replacing a guy – say in the in the top, you know, 15 to 20 isn't the easiest thing in the NFL, especially when the head coach has all of these questions circulating around him and his ass might be on the line. So I just I just I don't I don't see it. Nick, Another story. Nick, let me ask you let me ask you this cuz I was just having this thought. Okay. Sure. Put your say you're the owner of the Patriots, okay? Yeah. And Bill Belichick is the coach. And what happened happened. Okay? You know, he had 
he had earned the right to do what he wanted to do last year with the coaching staff, even though it made no sense to anybody. Um, you know, if Bill, if I say I was the owner, and then I want to get your take. If if I were the owner, Bill came to me and he was pissed about the year, pissed about the quarterback, and wanted to do like X, Y, and Z at the quarterback position. If I were the owner, I would tell Bill, "Hell no, no, you are not." You are not doing this. We drafted that guy in the first round. He had promised his first year. You screwed him up last year. He gets one more year with a real offensive coordinator that I hired with a real offensive line coach. We'll see if that guy works out. But you have to at least give it this year. Like, you can do whatever you want in terms of getting a developmental guy like a Hendon Hooker or something like that in the draft or whatever, even if it's like Will Levis. I don't know, in the first round. Like, you want to do something like that? Fine. But for this year... It's Mac Jones. You got to put it all back together again, uh, and that's the way I feel. I don't know how how you feel. What would you tell Bill off coming off this season if he was throwing a temper tantrum and wanted to make moves at quarterback? You know, it's a fascinating question, and it's a difficult position for Kraft, obviously, because you do have the last twenty plus years, and we keep talking about it. Where you know the 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 Brady era, post Brady era you know, what happened, the COVID year, how much do you play into it, all those things, right? And what I would say to Bill is, look, I I agreed with the whole Cam Newton thing. I gave it the Cam Newton, Jared Stidham experiment. It didn't work out. We drafted Mac Jones. First year, as you said, Greg, rookie season. He had a good rookie year. He showed some promise. And instead of developing this guy, we screwed everything up. You screwed everything up. And I tend to agree with you, Greg, where, you know, you give Mac another year. Look, the quarterback position, as we all know, is the most crucial position in the NFL. And it's not just because of what they do on the field. Financially, it is the biggest decision that you make as a football franchise, period, end of sentence, because there's there's two ways to build a team. And I tweeted this last week when when all the Lamar Jackson stuff came out. You either have an elite quarterback. And you say, we're going to pay that guy just buttloads of money. We're going to back up the Brinks truck. We're going to give him $45 million a year. We're going to give him, you know, $150 to $175 million guaranteed. He's the guy, a la Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, et cetera. Or you go the cheaper quarterback route, and you surround that cheaper quarterback with a bunch of weapons, right? Tua Tungavailoa, um, Brock Purdy out in San Francisco. That's the other route that you can take. Now, the perfect, the perfect scenario is a Cincinnati scenario where you have the elite quarterback on the rookie contract. That is the magic. That's when you can really do damage and you can become one of those, you know, legitimate contenders year after year. Here's my thing. If I, if I was Kraft to Belichick, I would say, well, okay, I understand you want to move on from Mac, but what is your plan? Because if you're going to move on from Mac Jones and you're going to give me another young quarterback, are you surrounding that young quarterback with legitimate talent? Are you going out and are you trading for Jerry Judy? Are you going out and trading for DeAndre Hopkins? Are you going out and signing Odell Beckham Jr.? Are you going to go out and give give the guy at least a legitimate bona fide starting offensive tackle? What are you doing in the draft? How are we how are we spending those draft assets, Bill? What's the draft capital look like? Are we supplementing our young quarterback? Because if you don't bring back an elite quarterback in return, then you best surround him with the weapons that he needs. And that's my issue with this entire thing. Look, if you want to move on to Lamar Jackson, then 
I understand. Like he's an elite quarterback. You might think he's great, whatever. Right. Okay. Then you went out and you got the big fish and the rest of the team is going to have to be fit around that payment structure for the next several years. But if you're not interested in Lamar or you don't want to pay Lamar the money, but you're also not willing to surround Mac Jones with a legitimate, you know, wide receiver one with a guy that is, you know, you know who I'm talking about, the Jamar chases of the world, those guys. If you're not willing to give Mac one of those toys to play with, and if you're not willing to build other parts of your team to be elite, I'm not talking top 10 defense. I'm talking San Francisco, top defense in football, top two defense in football. Then you're, you're giving me a half measure. You're sitting on the fence because you're not giving me the elite quarterback, but you're also not you know, supplementing Mac Jones with as much as you could supplement him with because you're playing cap games and you're doing business as usual. So maybe Bill, you know, if, if I were RKK, that's what I would say is, okay, if we want to move on from the quarterback position, what is your plan in entirety? And if I don't agree with that philosophy, we have to sit down, we have to have a conversation. And I, I, I think this is, look, Bill Belichick is in a position, right? Where he's going to prove to the world that he's right or prove to the world that he's wrong. If they don't, they still have time. If they don't go out and add a Hopkins, if they don't go out and add a Jerry Judy, if they don't draft, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State or Zay Flowers, and if they don't make a move that adds this wide receiver core and they go into the season with what they have, this is Bill against the world. This is Bill saying, my way still works. I don't need an elite quarterback. I don't need a good quarterback with a bunch of weapons a la Tua down in Miami. I need 53 men balance across the roster. It worked 10 years ago. It worked 20 years ago. And I believe it's going to work in 2023. And if he ends up being right, I'll be the first in line giving that man a clap and a standing ovation and saying, you know what? He spit in the face of the entire NFL and said, I have my way and my way still works. But if it goes wrong, then he's a stubborn coach that has aged getting closer out of the league and made several mistakes over the past year, few years to lead up to that point that's what i would say sign up at fanduel.com slash boston and get in on the action with 200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first five dollar bet 